1: The T-Biz Podcast delivers tea news that you need to know. A recap of the week's major headlines with commentary and cultural trends hosted by Dan Bolton. It is the voice of origin for tea professionals and enthusiasts worldwide. Weekly, the Tea biz Podcast and Tea biz Blog offer business insights on the news that most impacts the tea industry. Paired with Tea Journey Magazine for tea enthusiasts, The T-Biz portal is a global resource providing nuanced coverage for everyone who loves tea. Hello, everyone. Here are this week's headlines. T2 closes its U.S. and U.K. retail locations. Stores in both countries will close on February 19th. Online sales end on February 22nd. The Australian company announced it would focus on markets closer to home. Turkey's tea-growing region is spared during massive twin quakes. The global iced tea market is projected to double in value by 2030. Plus, pairing tea with food is a less well-known art than wine pairings, but every bit is rewarding for cooks and connoisseurs, this week, Tea Book Club founder Kyle Whittington reviews author Mariella Erkin's cookbook, Tea Wine's Sober Sibling. More in a minute, but first, this important message.
2: What makes a perfect cup of Ceylon tea? The perfect cup is from the tea businesses that ensure the protection of all the children living within their tea estates. We salute. Kailani Valley, Telewakili, Bogawanthalawa, Harana, and Elliptia Tea Estates. Support Save the Children, Sri Lanka.
1: T2 closes its U.S. and U.K. retail locations. The announcement was made online. Quote Due to unprecedented changes to these markets over the past few years, We've made the decision to close all operations in the United Kingdom," end quote. the US website announced T2 will quote close all operations in the northern hemisphere to focus on regions closer to home such as Australia, New Zealand and Southeast Asia." End quote. T2 was founded in Fitzroy near Melbourne in 1996. As a premium loose leaf tea and teaware company, the venture grew steadily, opening 40 locations before Unilever acquired it for $60 million in 2013. During the next five years, the company introduced tea bags, invested heavily in online retail, and expanded to more than a hundred locations, including 10 in major UK cities, and U.S. locations in urban California, Illinois, New York, and New Jersey. The first of four London stores and one in New York City opened in 2014. The company also expanded regionally with five locations in New Zealand, and in 2017 opened three stores in Singapore. In 2021, T2, Lipton, PG Tips, and 28 other tea brands including Australia's Michelle's Tea, were cleathed from Unilever's portfolio to become Ecaterra Tea. The 34 Ecaterra brands were sold for $5 billion to CVC Capital Partners, a Rotterdam-based investment company. Ecaterra positioned t 2 as a sustainable and progressive venture with a large assortment of botanicals and wellness teas. The company achieved B-Corp certification in 2020. During the panic, however, the company was forced to close many of its stores. In the U.K., only London, Oxford, and Glasgow, Scotland remain. New York and Chicago locations were shuttered in the past two years. Four locations remain in California, with the one at Valley Fair continuing to operate until June of 2023. Business Insight. T2 said it intends to deliver teas to U.S. customers following the store closures. Quote, we know your local stores and warehouses may be closed, and we are working on alternatives to keeping our loyal sippers cups filled. Shoppers were advised to use their gift cards right away and visit company websites where inventory is on sale at discounts of 50 to 80%. Catastrophic earthquakes this week killed more than 17,000 people in Turkey and more than 3,500 in northern Syria in one of the world's 10 deadliest tremors of the past 20 years. Tea factories and workers in the northern tea-growing regions of Turkey were spared, but the toll from property damage is likely high. Tea drinkers in Turkey consume 1,300 cups a year, much of it out of home, which is why there are Turkish tea houses in every town, city, and neighborhood, and all villages. Tea houses and cafes near the Quake epicenters were vacant during the early morning disaster, but are primarily located at street-level storefronts and are likely crushed. The Quake epicenters at Pazarzik is 342 kilometers south and west of Riz, the heart of Turkey's tea-producing region. The quake that hit Elbistan is 425-kilometer drive, about 263 miles by air from Riz. Quote, all of these factories and tea gardens are safe, end quote, writes Dr. Sazi Ilgis. Quote, no official statement has been made regarding the latest status of the tea houses in the earthquake zone, she writes, adding, quote, as a total of eleven provinces were affected by the earthquake, tea houses and tea traders have probably been affected. She said that entrance to the region is prohibited except for officials. Quote it was requested that telephone lines not be occupied except for urgent tasks, end quote, so few calls have been made. Authorities estimate more than 17,000 deaths in Turkey and more than 3,500 in Syria. At least 80,000 in Turkey are injured, many seriously, with more than 5,000 injured and 100,000 homeless in Syria. Damage was reported in 11 Turkish provinces, home to 13.5 million of the country's 86 million population. The 7.8 magnitude quake struck Monday at 4.17 a.m. local time and was followed by more than 100 aftershocks greater than magnitude 4, with three of six magnitude or greater. Within 12 hours, a second 7.6 magnitude quake hit Elbistan. More than a hundred thousand fire and emergency rescue workers, military and police continue efforts to free individuals trapped in the rubble in the midst of freezing rain, snow, and cold. Business Insight in nineteen ninety nine, a quake centered in northwest Turkey killed eighteen thousand people. Monday's quakes are the most powerful to hit. In the past 80 years, contact the Turkish Red Crescent to donate online. Demand for iced tea and botanical infusions in Latin America, the Middle East, and Africa is expected to surge, reaching compound growth rates greater than 8% per year, according to market researchers. East Asia's market is set to balloon, according to Fact MR, which predicts that India will race ahead of all markets at 9.3% compound annual growth rate, known as CAGR. In a report released this week, Fact MR writes that supply will keep pace with demand as the global iced tea market doubles by 2030. Quote, Bottled iced tea is predicted to grow at a sturdy rate of more than 6% CAGR over the forecast period, according to researchers. Online will be the fastest-growing retail channel globally, with a CAGR of 9%. Department store growth is projected at 7.5%, according to MR. China will grow at a pace of 7.6% and the more mature U.S. iced tea market will grow at 7% through 2030. Organic iced teas at 8% CAGR will outpace conventional offerings. Iced tea consumption globally increased from 37 billion liters in 2016 to 45 billion liters in 2021, according to Statista Market Research. The global value of ready-to-drink iced tea in 2021 was estimated at 25.2 billion, according to market research future. Arvinda Anantharaman in Bengaluru reports on this week's tea auction prices.
2: India tea price report for sale five week ending fourth February 2023. In news this week, Darjeeling tea planters have resumed the demands to control imports from Nepal. the member of the parliament in Darjeeling, Raju raised the issues concerning these unchecked imports and the lack of sufficient testing of Nepal tea imports, which is having a significant impact on the GI protected Darjeeling tea. The responses of the tea board will ensure that the directives related to declaring origin of imports, the storage of imported tea and proper labeling, stating the origin of tea in any blend is being done. In other news, in the Nilgiris, following the recent frost attack, farmers say they saw severe damage to the tea bushes and harvest has been affected. They've also suffered financial losses and are seeking compensation from the government. In auctions, price saw about 7,000 tons of tea on offer with an overall average price of 140 rupees a kilo. This is slightly higher in volume compared to 2022 and 2021. The top three grades this week continue to be B- the BP, BOPSM, and the BOP grades, followed by various dust and fanning grades. And in weather, it's been dry weather over Upper Assam, with cloudy weather and light rain predicted over parts of the state this week. Some rain expected in Darjeeling as well. Kangra is also seeing light rain and snow in places.
1: And now, a word from our sponsor.
2: Hi, I'm Nish. I grew up in an organic tea farm and founded Nepal Tea Collective in 2016. Tea is not just a beverage for me, but a catalyst for social change. Sustainably empowering, hardworking artisans like my parents for the past 30 years. I'm on a mission to make the whole world aware of the goodness of Nepali teas and the good that comes from supporting growers in this remarkable land. If you haven't tasted Nepali teas yet, you're missing out. Our award-winning teas are making headlines. Find out why. Visit Nepal Tea Collective's website to get a free sample of this extraordinary taste of the Himalayas. That's NepalTeaCollective.com Or just send me an email at Nish, N-I-S-H, at NepalTeaCollective.com Cheers!
1: Pairing tea with food is a less well-known art than wine pairings, but every bit is rewarding for cooks and connoisseurs. This week, Tea Book Club founder Kyle Whittington reviews author Mary Ellen Erkin's comprehensive cookbook titled Tea, Wine's Sober Sibling.
0: If you choose option B, choose any recipe you like from this book and cook it exactly the way it is described and serve the recommended tea with it. If you choose option D, please read on, trigger your curiosity and try out and discover as much as possible. Hello, I'm Kyle Whittington, founder of Tea Book Club. I chose that quote from Tea, Wine Sober Sibling by Mariella Erkins because it perfectly demonstrates one of the best things about this book. Mariella's consideration for the reader getting the best possible experience. Indeed, she gives advice on how to use the book to suit the tea-pairing path you're on. This book is the culmination of a decade of research, of tasting and testing countless teas and dishes and how they work together. But more than that, this is a book designed for us, for you, for the chef or restaurateur. Whichever angle one comes to tea service and pairing from, this book has something for you. Rich with detailed analysis and mouth-watering recipes, the considerate arrangement of this book draws us in from a place more familiar, the pairing of wine with food. Indeed, the comparison tables on tea and grape varieties were so enriching that they had me realising that as a wine novice, I could choose a wine based on my tea preferences? If that's got me excited, then for sure it works the other way round. Clearly deeply researched and thoroughly tested, the chapters nonetheless remain very readable, easy to digest and understand. From water to brewing, serving and the methodology of tasting and pairing. Tables of notes combined with flavour wheels packed full of information that are actually usable and useful. Accessible even. With chapters devoted to the pairing of tea and cheese, tea and chocolate and tea mixology, there's something here for everyone. Not to be missed is Mariella's cold brew tea extract that can then be lengthened either hot or cold for an instant tea serve. Throughout, the presentation is clear, colourful and highly usable. And of course, there are the recipes, which account for nearly half the book and make this a book equally worthy of a place on our tea bookshelf as among the cookery books in the kitchen. Recipes to serve with tea and recipes using tea as an ingredient are sumptuously illustrated and mouth-watering to read. Each recipe comes with three suggested pairings, the easy and accessible, a bit more sophisticated, and the ooh, fancy choice. As well as the recipes and their pairings, there are tables organised by food type, which aid in finding pairings for your own recipes. These sections in particular, and indeed the book overall, have been carefully put together, not just for us tea nerds, but with the hospitality industry in mind too. From recommendations on brewing and serving tea in different settings to resources that enable anyone with this book to put together a proper tea menu based on the food they're serving. This is a book that should not just be on our shelves but on the shelves of every business serving tea on their menu. A resource resource for everyone from novice to tea nerd to professional chef. Tea Book Club is an international group of tea lovers and readers who meet up virtually each month to discuss the tea books we read. My book reviews are a combination of my own thoughts and those of tea book club members. Here's what tea book club members thought a really good explanation of the teas, similarities of teas and wines. I liked how she gave the reader options for reading. I thought Mariella did a really good job of explaining the basics of tea for someone who doesn't know. I'm looking forward to experimenting with many of the recipes and cocktails. <laughs>
1: Intrigued by what you heard in today's podcast? Would you like to learn more from our global network of T-Biz journalists and T-experts? Remember to visit the T-Biz website for more comprehensive coverage. That's wwwt Thanks for listening. Farewell till next week.